All right, and welcome back to Social Biology. I'm your co-host, Jeremy. And I'm your co-host, Morgan. Uh, Morgan, I don't know if you had a pet peeve today. I didn't. None, none are popping into my mind. None are coming up. None, um, none are coming up. Okay, well, I have one. and Okay, just on cue, here she comes. Oh, <laughs> Cats. It's my pet peeve. Okay, I'm going to move her. <laughs> I'm gonna make sure she she literally stepped on the keyboard, so I'm gonna make sure she didn't <laughs> really? destroy. Yeah, yeah, like I said, I, I know her, I know her really well. Okay, so uh, I brought a pet peeve. So awesome! All right, my pet peeve, and this is something I experienced uh, recently. So I uh, when my previous place I lived in, I got Google Fiber, which is great internet. I loved it. And yeah. when you when you get Google Fiber, they actually send like a Google person to come set it up for you. Uh, so there's like a built-in thing into your wall, but they have to bring the router themselves and kind of help you set it up, which is nice. Uh-huh. Uh, and so I did that. And so when I moved out, uh, they they said like, "Well, we need our router back." I'm like, "Yeah, no problem. It's like a it's a box. It doesn't even have those weird, weird antenna things that I was expecting." Right. Yeah. Uh, and they said, well, you have like a month or two to send. If you don't send it to us, we'll charge you the cost of this thing. Uh-huh. And normally I'm like, I yeah, I, I will. see where this is going. Oh, well, no, no, no. Okay. It's nothing, nothing crazy happened. Uh, You're making me think of pet peeves now. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so I thought like, okay, I get it. And normally when that happens, I do do it because I don't, I have no need for the router. And usually I think other equipment doesn't work like, like with other stuff you know, services and things like that. Right. Uh, and the place I was moving to, it it comes with Wi-Fi built in. So I didn't have to pay for anything. I didn't need to set anything up. I just need to, I, well, I needed a router, but I had an old router that I, I just used. So uh-huh. uh, generally all the devices I really care about, I plug into the internet anyway. So the Wi-Fi is just like, just because it's there. So I might as well do it. Yeah. Uh, and then they sent me an email like, well, here's a printing code or you can go to this place to, you go to FedEx uh, and you can print out this the label that you need. And I don't own a printer, so that was great. But they right, said, if yeah. you look at the label, you have 48 hours to print it out or you won't be able to use it, which is really huh. weird to me. Like, I don't really understand why they would have that as a thing. Uh-huh. Uh, but anyway, so I waited like a month. It's like, and, may, is it like a prepaid shipping label or something? Oh, yeah. Sorry. That's a prepaid shipping label. And it's in a time frame? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a prepaid. That, that, that's weird. I've I've heard of the prepaid labels, but I've never heard of one on like a a, a deadline. Well, that's that, that's a weird thing is I don't think the label expired. It's just like if you open yeah. this link. Well, they said if you open the link to see the barcode to print out yourself. Oh, okay. Now then I it, there's a time. Yeah. But also, if you open up right. and see it, you cannot go to the place and print it out. You have to print out yourself now. Oh, so once it's open and access, it's like blocked elsewhere. I guess, yeah. I guess okay. that's how it works, yeah. um, mm-hmm. which I would assume that if I went to the place and they emailed me a barcode, it would be the same label, but maybe they're different. I don't know. You would think. But you would yeah. think. Yeah. So I luckily, I live really close to a FedEx, uh, like within walking distance. Uh, now that uh-huh. I'm in the middle of a city, a lot of more things are in walking distance, which is nice. Uh, but. So I went there and when I got there, so I look up on Google Maps like, hey, or not, is it? I have an iPhone, maybe Apple Maps. Yeah. <laughs> the thing yeah. that they, the, the default <laughs> yeah. program. And I like, I look oh, up GPS.com. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, and I look up FedEx and on, you know, there's all these little dots like here, are all the FedEx locations. And I picked the closest one to me. And so I like, I package up this box, uh, you know, whatever. And so I went to this place and it turns out that it's like a convenience store that also happens to have a FedEx like shipping thing behind the counter. Right. Uh-huh. And so I go in there. I'm like, hey, I need to print this out. They're like, oh, we don't do printouts here. Uh, it's like, yeah. <laughs> and they get to find somewhere else. And so I kind of, I, I was like, okay, which again, it was not a big deal, but I already prepared, you know, to go there. And I didn't, wasn't preparing to bring this thing back home with me and to drive somewhere else to go wherever. Uh, so right. I, I just thought like, if you, if this business is labeled on a like a map service, it should be like a full service location. You know what I mean? 
Like, yeah. Imagine if you looked up McDonald's and you show up like, oh, sorry, we only do McDonald's shakes at this location. Like, then you're not a, a McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, it should specify you're a, a McDonald's shakes. Yeah, I yeah. know. You know what I mean? Uh, exactly. You're a FedEx less the printing. I mean. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, and the FedEx location think. I went to, like, it's a whole, it's like a whole floor of a building. Like, it has everything. So if I needed anything except just to drop off a package, I would, the other location would have been, it's, it's like a convenience store. It doesn't have anything with it. Right. So that's like, and I've had that happen to me a lot, especially with places that sometimes you go to, a, like a, there's FedEx and UPS and things like that. Sometimes you need to go print something out and you go there and they're like, oh, we're like a half tiny baby location that doesn't do that. So you need to go to this completely different other location. Like, I don't really understand why that has to be the right. case. Like, if you are a location, you should yeah, do everything. We only do a portion of the services. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I mean, or even have a printer. Like, <laughs> like how, how hard is it to yeah. print something? <laughs> I don't know. So, I mean, well, again. That's really bizarre because that's what they do. They print off labels, put them on boxes, and send the boxes. Yeah. Because if all you like, do. That's their job. Yeah. If all you do as a quote-unquote FedEx location is take packages that need to go somewhere else. Then you're not a FedEx location. You're just like, you shouldn't be on the map. You should just say, hey, just so you know, we also sort of take packages, but we're not officially a location. We're a grocery store, right? Like, <laughs> so that's a that's a pet peeve of mine. That's a that's pretty funny. Uh, you, I, I thought you were gonna have some beef with Google or sending sending the thing back not the actual courier service but no again um, I haven't I just barely did this the other day so who knows if they're gonna I'm gonna have problems with this but well generally, it, it, I, I had a good time with them before well okay. no I was gonna say I, th- I thought you were gonna mention you had beef with Google and getting it back getting oh, their no. router back to them or something you know I'm, I'm super jealous I wish I had fiber it's not <laughs> available where I'm at so um, I can either get company A, which offers like 50 megabytes per second for a hundred dollars and it's ridiculous or, or I can get Xfinity, which, you know, I, I think it's like 80 bucks and we get 350 megs or something and it, it, you know, it's a lot more decent, but there is nothing out here that's competitive with Xfinity and I hate Xfinity. <laughs> I absolutely hate Xfinity. They have some of the worst customer service ever. The internet on the weekends like totally plummets. Oh, Anyways, geez. when I moved into my little community, because we have a town home uh, and there's a homeowners association, and mm. part of part of the monthly dues was they had a package deal with Comcast to get like a free cable, not not free, but a heavily discounted cable box. Yeah, and so. We could pick it up for free. It, it was a part of our monthly dues, and it's not like we could opt out of it and save money. Oh, um, so it was like so it was part of it. You had to have it. It was like a basic cable box that they got as a package deal for the whole community that we paid for in our, our HOA. Anyways, uh, there, there came a time a few years ago. We've been here for like four years now. Uh, maybe, maybe about two years ago, they're like, everybody's streaming now. A lot of people in the community have voted just to opt out of this service, and it would save like 20 bucks a month on our HOA dues. So we reduced our HOA dues, and they sent out a notice, and they're like, hey, uh, we're no longer doing this service. If you'd like to continue, you need to contact Xfinity and tell them you're either discontinuing or you want to continue, but it's going to be at a $60 a month rate or whatever because, yeah. you know, the pa- the package was no longer available. Um, and uh, so I contacted Comcast and was like, hey, my community is getting rid of this, and I no longer want it. We just had it because it was a part of the package deal and we have never used it. Uh, I want to give it back. And they're like, okay, um, we need you to ship it to us or drop it off at our store. And I was like, okay, um, do I get a shipping label? What do I do? And they're like, well, it's actually better if you drop it off at this store. And they told me a store that was like super far away. And I was like, I don't, Mm. I don't understand. There's a branch here that's like five minutes away from me that I could go drop it off. And they said, yeah, but they're not very good at shipping things back to our corporate (laughs) office or the warehouse. So 
if they're delayed in returning the device, you will be fined oh for not God. returning the device. No. And I said, wait a minute. You're going to make me drive 45 minutes to a different location to return this thing because your group won't make it in the four-week deadline to ship it back. And they're like, yeah, what they do is they gather them in packages. They wait till they get 20 units, and then they send them all back at once. So you could be one of the unlucky ones that is the 19th, and you don't make the cut for this go-round, and we, we will find you. And I'm like, dude, you're fucking lucky. There is nobody else competitive with you guys because I would drop your service immediately. I dude, it, I, I couldn't believe it. I was that dumbfounded sounds, when that they told awful. me that. So yeah, I instead of like paying my own shipping costs or uh you know, uh, you know, potentially getting a $100 fine or like a $40 fine and a $60 monthly charge for the service, I yeah, I drove it to the other location that was way far away and I dropped it off, but man, I've had so many issues with Comcast. They they have these things. They're like streaming boxes and it's free with your setup, but you can get like an additional TV package for free. Um, so it's a streaming box where you can plug in your Netflix, your Hulu, your Amazon, oh, okay, pretty, yeah. mu- pretty much any streaming service. It's like it uh, makes your TV into a smart TV. Is that what? Yeah, basically like an Amazon Fire Stick or, uh-huh. I'm, I, you know, I'm trying to think of something that a Roku TV. Yeah, smart yeah, yeah. TV kind of thing. Um. And on top of that, you can opt in for their free Xfinity TV. Wow. And it's like Xfinity's own streaming service or whatnot. And uh, so we opt in for it because it's free. The box is free. The TV service is free. And come to find out, they're like charging us 25 bucks a month for this free streaming service. And they're like, well, yes, uh, while the streaming service is free, it comes with TV bills or some ridiculous oh, shit like that. I can't remember what it was. I can't remember what it was, but I was like, okay, so what is costing me $25 to have for free? And they're like, oh, it's just our streaming service because it's it's a cable. When they described it to me, this was oh, so years shitty. ago, so I don't remember. I don't remember, but they described it as like a cable tax where the service is free but you're paying for service fees or something. And I was like, no, I want it gone. We're, that is we're so done. Stupid. We're, we're done. Dude, the second yeah. I can get rid of Xfinity, it is gone. It is gone from my life. <laughs> oh, they also bitched me out because I bought oh, my own man. modem because they, they wanted me to rent one from them what? for 60 bucks a month. So I went out and I bought a $150 one. And yeah, and they were like, well, that's tricky. And they, they screwed up. They put in the wrong modem code in their system. I had internet droppage and I kept telling them, nope, that's not my modem. This is the code. I've had to call them three times, fix it. I have had so many issues with Comcast and Xfinity, man. So that's that's the route I thought you were going. I was like, <laughs> no. oh man, Google's going to be shitty. Like oh, I, no. I'm not looking forward to fiber now. But no, it was it was FedEx on your end. No, yeah. But I mean, yeah, and it wasn't. I was just it wasn't even that bad. The fact that oh, we might return your device late if you drop it that, off to us. So, yeah, I find that to be unacceptable. Like it was insane. I, I too have heard horror stories about Xfinity, uh, and I would never want to use them unless you know, like you had no choice. Uh, I, maybe we had. I think we had Xfinity cable for a while when we were growing up. When people still bought cable, which apparently people do still do, which blows my mind still. But whatever. It's insane. I can't believe that it's still a thing. Uh, but yeah, I've heard horrible things. Like, again, mine was really tiny. Like, it's just because honestly, this week not much has happened, and so I thought, what's like? Oh, I guess that was a little inconvenient. Well, to continue that inconvenient story, uh, I, I so I went on Monday, which is Memorial Day, and so when I went there, they weren't open, which kind of sucked. Right. But that, yeah, that's that was on me, I guess. I I uh-huh. I, I got there. I'm like, oh, fuck, it is Memorial Day. Like Memorial Day is one of those call days that doesn't really matter. Like I understand it's for you know patriotism and remembering troops, which is fantastic. But we have 4th of July right. to do that, kind of. So, like, yeah. <laughs> no offense to anyone. And then, and then on anyone. top of that, I, I feel like it's a bit different for our generation, too. As we get older, I think it'll mean something more. I mean, like, my grandpa so? passed a few months ago, and on uh, Memorial Day, it was kind of like, uh, you know, remembering him. Even He wasn't, like, a veteran or anything. But, oh. Um, I suppose. Like, I... 
I like I, I get it. Like I I don't work Mondays, but I do get mm-hmm. uh banked PTO hours for for all the Monday holidays, like President's uh-huh. Day and and stuff. So it's great. I I don't want less holidays. It's fine with me. Right. But it, but it's just one of those things where honestly, when I go out on Monday on Memorial Day, it's like, hey, everything is open, but for slightly less hours, and so it's a little inconvenient. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, then uh-huh. what's the point? Like, you know, like because normally this place opens at 7 a.m. and that day they open at 8 a.m. And I thought, like, what do you spend like an extra hour just in a in an altar, you know, worshiping the the your dead ancestors? Like, what's what's happening yeah, that, in that that's hour? That's kind of like, weird. Yeah, that's kind of like, bizarre. But no, it's one of those holidays that doesn't stand out. Like, I didn't realize it was Memorial Day until like Saturday night. Yeah, I didn't exactly. Realize Monday was Memorial Day. It's not something like you remember or counting down the days to it. It just kind of happens. And when it does happen, I mean, I I think it's good to observe. But at the same time, like cutting an hour or two off the workday that's kind of weird it is a little strange i've always thought um, it was all or nothing yeah again it's not one of those big holidays and even then i guess even with big holidays a lot of the stores like christmas christmas eve most uh, stores are open now like they used to not be yeah uh, so yeah memorial day doesn't make a dent in that kind of thing but again it's not no. like the purpose of the holiday i completely understand it i'm behind it i think it used to be armistice day am i wrong really? how, it was the I, day that i don't recognize that uh, it was a day that World War Two ended, or World War One. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Gosh, I gotta just to Guess make sure. I forget if it was either Memorial Day or Labor Day. I don't know which one turned into the other. Pretty sure it was Let Memorial me see. Day. I'm gonna look so, this up. Okay, so the Armistice Day. Okay, no, it wasn't. Like, that's in the winter. A formal agreement of warring parties to stop fighting. Well, that's the definition of armistice. Yeah, that's um, what it is. But armistice day, I'm not seeing anything. Oh, Thursday, November 11th. So maybe that was, is that Labor Day? Oh, this says that's in France. Maybe yeah. that's different than. I'm trying to find you. You're going down the exact same path I am. I, <laughs> I looked it up. I'm like, oh, it's in France. Oh, no. So uh, Veterans Day used to be armistice day. Okay. Oh, Okay. Uh, and that is in November. Uh, it, it it was from World War One though, not World War Two. So yeah, that's right. Uh, so yeah, I guess. But I mean, yeah, it's just kind of yeah. You your your pet peeve was way worse than mine because if I if that happened to me, I'd be livid. Uh, I'd just be so upset because dude, if a like, company that you're giving money dicks you around like that, yeah, I'd, what the fuck? You, you no longer or, get my money. Or also like you are Xfinity. If you're like, well, if you drop it off at this location, which is a part of you, right? Like if I drop it off to this place, it is no your longer in my control. Building. It is your yes. control now. Yeah. If you're having problems with this thing, you need to deal with it, not shrug that uh, you know responsibility onto me, the consumer. Yeah. Uh, that's just, I mean, it's just so, that's ridiculous. I can't understand that kind of mentality. I'd be so pissed. It was uh, pretty crazy. I, I just, I love, I remember them explaining, like, it could make it on time, but it's very possible. I was like, you no, the moment you get fined. And I'm like, yeah. I was like, the moment great. I drop it off and I get some sort of receipt or anything, I don't care if it takes a year. It is your, like, it is yeah, out of my hands. It's like, it's, yeah. And so, honestly, I don't know. Like, I, I understand that people are just doing their jobs or whatever, but I do know that people also can try to say things that aren't true just to help them, you know, do their job easier. Right. So, like, I, I wouldn't put it behind anyone to lie to you just to get you to do something that's more convenient for them rather than more convenient for, you know, for you. Right. You Maybe yeah. if you, I don't know, like, who knows, so... That actually, that, that, that's funny. When you, when you say that, it makes me think, like, in the construction world, a lot of times you have deadlines, and the deadlines are so far in advance of when they're actually needed that people just tell you, hey, I need this by the 15th, when it's not due by the 25th. And it's just to ensure that you get things in on time. But the inconvenience of these things that happen, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I, now I'm going on a tangent that I don't even know where I'm going. <laughs> but... um. But yeah, it, it's kind of crazy to think there there are probably a million lies we're told by either companies or, th- uh, you know, to make other people's jobs easier. Yeah. And I mean, and even and not just like in retail or service industries like that, I think just people in general. Um, I, I like I don't again, I don't want to go into legal stuff or law or whatever, but like there's a very uh kind of a myth that police officers can't lie to you and that is completely false 
Like mm-hmm. they will, they will totally lie to you and tell you things that aren't true. Uh, so mm-hmm. like for example, in the United States, it is completely constitutional to record a police officer unless you're interfering with his work. Like if you're standing right in front of him, then yeah, right. of course you're, you know, you're in the way. Uh-huh. But there's so many instances of police officers saying like, Hey, like you can't record me. Uh, and very often people are like, Oh shit. Okay. And they put their phone away because yes, sir. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. Of course, you know? Yeah. Um, and, but it's just like, yeah, like it's, but it's just because they don't want you to film them. And I understand. I don't want to be filmed. Like if I was doing my job and somebody came and filmed me, I'd be I'd be annoyed as hell. Like I wouldn't like it. Right. I understand completely. Right. It is, it's not always that someone's hiding something or yes. being shady. It's just a discomfort. It's yeah, it's just you know, uncomfortable. Especially, you know, again, the person can be very annoying. Like someone recording is sometimes also like the same things. First Amendment auditor. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, like totally I'm recording, I'm recording. It's okay, like I heard you yeah. the first time. Shut the fuck uh-huh. up and like let me do my job. Like <laughs> This is for your safety. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I work with a guy like that. Oh, do you? <laughs> yeah, it, it's pretty bad. It, it's pretty pretty funny to hear yeah. him tell stories of him inter- interacting with police officers that he had nothing to do with. But oh, like he just shoved crazy. himself in there. Like I just <laughs> kind of. Um, I I'd, I'd have to I'd have to get a refresher on the actual story, so I don't want to butcher it. But no, yeah, okay. he he's that kind of guy that if he sees a police officer, he'd go and just oh stand there God, with like I... a grin on his face and Jesus. yeah. I cannot imagine doing that. One thing because it's not like I'm afraid of the police. Like I have a lot of respect for them. I understand they're an essential part of society. But it's kind of like I'm trying to think what the other kind of uh, it's like. It's like your boss or like like you have a boss at work. Like your boss's boss. Maybe like the regional director of your company, which maybe you don't have because you're probably closer to the top than I am or where you work. But like <laughs> in in my my family business, yeah, exactly. That's what I meant. I was pump. like, I, I just realized, <laughs> like, yeah, I think your dad owns the you company. Just said or that something. to make me feel a lot better. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, but like, I have my supervisor, and I she's fantastic. She's great. I talk to her all the time. Like, we have a really good relationship. She has so then the lab manager is the person above her, and I barely ever see her. I've only seen her once or twice. Like again, she does her job really well, but she has like right. eight labs to manage. So I understand not seeing her. Uh-huh. And then she, of course, you know, then she has like the regional director or whatever. And so if it goes anything beyond my supervisor, it's not like I'm afraid of them or I don't like them. It's just that like I don't want to have too much interaction with them because if something goes wrong, that that looks bad on me, right? Like I don't want to make a bad mm-hmm. impression on these people who have so much control over my, my, my livelihood. Right. Uh, I get that. And so it's the same way with police officers. It's not like I'm afraid of them. I'm just if I make a mistake or if they perceive me as a threat, I could be in a, a level of trouble or a level of danger or whatever I have never been before, like legally and physically. Uh, you know, if 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 they say I'm impeding investigation, suddenly I have to go to court for something. You know, suddenly right. I have to. Uh, it could escalate quickly. Yes, if they perceive, uh-huh. if they think I have a weapon on me, like I could get arrested or I can even lose my life, you know, if they think their lives are in danger. So right. like it is just that kind of craziness that you don't, I don't want anything to do with it. So uh-huh. I, I stay out of shit like that so, so much. I, I luckily no, have I, had, I haven't been in any kind of scenario that involved a lot of law enforcement. But mm-hmm. Have you ever been pulled over? I've been pulled over, I think, once because I was on my way to renew my registration for my car. Oh, uh, and it was expired. It was expired. And literally, I just come from, like, the Jiffy Lube, like, the safety emissions test place, like, to the DMV. Uh-huh. Uh, so I just got off with a warning. But it had been over a year since it had expired. So that's why they Ooh. pulled me over. They're <laughs> like, yeah, I've never seen one that old before. I'm like, yeah, I, I, this car was sitting in storage for a while. So I had to go do it, but. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, oh, bef- before I forget, uh, last yeah. not last week, but the week before, uh, you mentioned that there was a movie I recommended you, and I couldn't yes. remember what it was. Uh, uh-huh. So it was There Will Be Blood. Uh, there Will Be Blood, yes. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, so the reason why I remembered it is because that, that episode that was in, uh, the petrol one, uh, I just... I uh, uploaded last week as a filler, so I have uh-huh. I was banking it as an extra episode. So I was like, I don't remember ever editing that because I hadn't. Right. Twenty five minutes in, it's time for the the biology <laughs> topic. <laughs> Let's hear it. Okay. 
So I wanted to talk today about fungus or fungi, fungi sometimes. Oh, sweet. Oh, you're excited? <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited. Like everybody around me I know loves to eat mushrooms and I love to point out I will not eat it. I don't eat things that eat fecal matter. Like, I mean, no. your dog eats fecal matter, so. I don't eat my dog. Well, you like, you like, do worse. You like, you rub up against him and have him lick you. So I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't let him lick me, but. Uh, a yeah. lot of, actually a lot of animals eat poop. Uh, maybe I don't want to ruin things for you, but yeah. No. Sorry. Yeah. I know. I know <laughs> plenty that do, but, but okay. So fungi. Uh, fungi, fungi. Uh, fungi. I'm never too sure if it's. I normally say fung. I usually say fun fungi. Fungi. But I yeah, but I a lot of people say fungi. I don't know. I don't like. I don't like fungi. I don't know what the I, sound of fungi is weird. I I just like funguses. Funguses. Sounds, yeah, sounds way better. <laughs> Although it's funny because I don't say like I say fungus, so I should say fungi. I guess because the the g is hard but whatever anyway <laughs> okay. uh so it's funny because there are a lot of misconceptions about fungus namely that they like you said they only eat poop and some of them of course do <laughs> uh but a lot uh-huh. of them don't <laughs> uh so fungus they're eukaryotes which means that like animal and plant cells they're not like bacteria they are like complex life forms right um mm-hmm. Which is strange because sometimes they are single-celled. Like, for example, there are single-celled eukaryotes like protuses and like other things like that, uh, amoebas. They're single-celled, but they're still not bacteria. Uh, yeast is a single-celled fungus. Uh, so, like, you put yeast in your bread, that's that's a fungus. That's, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they can also be, like, really big. Uh, just like, you know, you see mushrooms or things like that. Those are specific kinds of funguses that... They form colonies and they they make little fruit. They called fruiting bodies and then they spread their spores everywhere. Right, but they are very different from plants. A lot of times, people they know that funguses aren't plants, but they think they're kind of closely related. But in uh-huh. reality, fungus is actually more closely related to animals than plants. Like okay. a lot more closely related. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- so, for example, fungus, they don't do photosynthesis. They don't get food mm-hmm. from the, the the sun. And so they have to eat stuff, you know, basically like animals do. Right. And uh, so one thing that they do that is very animal-like is they don't make... So cells, uh, they or sorry, cells, plant cells, they use cellulose, like wood, to build their walls. But mm-hmm. um, fungus don't. They use chitin. And chitin, if you know your uh, an- anthropods, uh, is mm-hmm. are, that's the same stuff that uh, insect and bug I was shells say, are made yeah, out of, like insects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they use like a very you know animal-like product to kind of build their cell walls and to give themselves structure, uh, which is why there are a lot of there are a lot of mushrooms that you can use as kind of meat replacements if you're vegetarian or vegan, and it's mm-hmm. because of that a lot of the proteins they use are actually really similar to animal proteins. So if you cook huh. it right, it's like ooh, this kind of tastes like meat. And because oh, it, okay. it kind of is in a weird way. Because it's built similarly. Yeah, it's using similar materials uh, yeah. and things like that. But again, like I've had, have you ever had a vegan burger? I don't like vegan. <laughs> no, I've, I've <laughs> seen them, never had them. Like the big mushroom cap burger things. I think those would be a little bit better. I've never had those though. I had mm-hmm. a black bean burger one time and it wasn't oh, bad. Oh yeah, I've had a black bean burger it wasn't awful, but it's not like meat. It made me miss a real burger. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, it's not my thing. But I I literally have heard of people frying up specific kinds of uh, mushrooms. And they say, like, this tastes just like fried chicken. Like, And they're, you know, they're not super vegetarian vegan people. They're normal people. But they're like, yeah, if you didn't tell me, oh, I really? probably wouldn't have even I, noticed. I, I was yeah. going <laughs> to say, how long has it been since you had fried chicken? Because I bet you it doesn't. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, yeah. Again, I, I normally never trust people. Again, like I don't. it's not like I have anything against vegetarians or vegans or things like that, but I don't trust what they say uh, when it comes to food. Uh-huh. food. Food facts and also food opinions because one thing, vegans and vegetarians, they have a culture of, I, I don't again. I don't want to throw anyone under the bus with, uh, in this being group. But awful. Like no, they like <laughs> to sp- they love they love to spread information that you know like oh people who eat vegetarian vegan diets are super healthy and they're amazing and they have super strength and they they have 
you know, they can run faster and they have better yeah. sex or they do shit like that. You know, uh-huh. something garbage like. Yeah. Uh, and of course, there are studies that say that there are certain effects from these kinds of diets, but they're not like it's always better all the time. Like, that's not true. Right. So. Right. I, uh, I knew a guy in New York and it, it's kind of fun, funny because this goes along with fungus. Um, I knew a guy in New York who uh, every time I saw um, I, I didn't have like severe acne or even bad acne for that matter just like a little bit of acne and when he every time he saw me he was like you eat a lot of chicken and red meat don't you you, you gotta be vegan that'll clear up your acne oh, the, the more fungus you eat the more acne you're gonna Ew. get rid of and mm-hmm. it, it it would just piss me off because it's like that's their that's their one thing it yeah. seems like and they need to make it known so yeah um yeah, and no. He, he was just like, yeah. "You need to replace meat with mushrooms," and I'm like, "No, I'm yeah, not going to eat things that eat shit." But yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. It's uh, again, yeah. There's like, oh, you're healthier. Like, it's not like again. Like, if you're trying to lose a lot of weight, if going vegetarian could help you a lot because it's just a lot of fiber and stuff like that. But it's not because it's just better for you. It's mostly because you're eating less calories. Like that's just yeah. It's probably it just because of a major change in diet. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Uh, no, it's true. I mean, and I understand. There's people who they don't like me, which is fine. I think that's different than having, you know, because I met people who are like, I don't really like red meat, like beef. And I, I can kind of see that. Like, I love beef, but mm-hmm. I can kind of see why someone would kind of be grossed out by it. You know, it's I, I understand. You know, it's different. That's hard. I don't know. That's hard for me to think about. I don't know. That's like, weird. I guess, like, if you ever cook a lot of meat, it is kind of gross to handle raw meat. I hate handling raw meat. Oh, that that's uh, so funny. I got a smoker, so like every like two I or wish three I times had a, a week, I'm I'm handling <laughs> big slabs of pork and beef and oh, that's, know, okay, that sounds I, amazing. I, I do. I, I, you I, know, I, a couple <laughs> of years ago, I would have thought it was disgusting, but now I'm just like, oh, I just gotta slice off the fat, sprinkle it on, rub it in, and we're eating slice for off the days. fat. The fat's the best part. You gotta <laughs> well, well, there's some stuff you gotta trim, but uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, like, so I, it's funny because at home, I primarily eat chicken. Like, it's not like I have anything against red meat. It's just beef is kind of expensive. Uh, and yeah. so I don't really buy it a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I use it, I use a slow cooker. So it's, I just, I have to put just the raw meat into this thing and it cooks itself. But I'm like, oh, I don't want to touch this chicken breast. Like it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's super so clean, but I'm just kind of, uh, cool. but I love meat. I will, I don't think I'll ever so stop weird. eating meat. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, so fungus. Uh, so one thing I learned somewhat recently is that uh, the the kind of the fungal colonies or like fungus was one of the very first uh, I won't say creatures, but things <laughs> uh-huh. that was able to eat wood. Oh really? Uh, so okay. So there's like a so if you go back into life life on Earth and how it evolved, you can find so many interesting things. Like there were millions and hundreds of millions of years that plants were on land before trees became a thing. Uh, And so for the longest time, you just had like ferns and bushes and things that didn't have any wood. And then suddenly when some plants evolved the ability to make cellulose, which is wood, you have these giant forests, right? Like you hear about like prehistoric Uh forests. And so these trees would die, but nothing could eat the wood. And so the tree, the wood would just stay there kind of forever and eventually, it will get compressed into coal, uh, which is uh-huh. why coal deposits are the way they are now, because like nothing was eating this stuff. Like not even bacteria could eat it. Right. Uh, and then fungus was like the first thing to be like, "Hey, I figured out they evolved a way to eat to break down cellulose." And then ever since then, coal production has been very low because whenever wood falls down before it gets a chance to be compressed into uh, it's coal, it's consumed by huh? Interesting. Uh, and it kind of brings me to like when you see like let's say a fallen log and it's it's like has mushrooms on it. So the fungus isn't the mushroom. The fung most of the fungus, most of most of the you know this kind of stuff, they make little tiny thread or hair like things that spread into the thing they're eating, and that's okay. the stuff that's actually alive. So it the only make the only reason why they make a mushroom is like they're pretty much d- almost done eating or they're done through this certain part of their life cycle and they're ready to spread spores onto to when they when they're ready to move on. Oh, uh-huh. and so they make these little things, but those are only the results of 
eating a ton of wood. And so if you chop off the little caps, they're like, eh, that's not really anything. It's not important really? to us. Uh-huh. Okay. Huh. Uh, it's kind of like the leaves on a tree. It's like, yeah, you can, if you rip, like, during the fall, the leaves may fall off, but the tree is still fine. You know, yeah. it's not going to die uh, in the winter or whatever when it's ready to all the leaves to fall off. Uh, right. And and so, yeah, that's why a lot of times these little caps, you, you can pick them up and pe- things will eat them and you can, you know, make poison out of them or whatever. And the fungus is still fine. So, uh-huh. uh, so mycorrhiza is a specific kind of fungus that lives in soil near tree roots. Uh, and they have their, but yeah, if you ever pull them out, which is really hard because they're really thin, they're like little tiny threads, like the little white threads. And that's the stuff that's actually alive. But yeah, a lot of people think like, oh, fungus is the mushroom. Like, yeah, it's not really like, you know, <laughs> Interesting. it's an extra thing. It's just like a product of the mushroom, of, yes. of the fungus. Of the fungus. Yeah. The fungus. The funguses. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. No, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, um, and that's the thing is like it's it's kind of the branch, and I think it's basically the reasons why you said it's a branch of life that we haven't really studied that much because there's been the stigma like oh this thing only eats dead stuff and that's kind of gross so why would we should we learn about this thing? Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I think somewhat recently, I think the, within the last thirty or f- you know forty years, we've realized that since fungus aren't plants. They can do things that plants can't do, and including things that could help us, so to speak. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So, for example, there's been a lot of research into how to break down lots of plastics, and uh, so far we have very little success. There are some bacteria that can eat plastic, and we just barely discovered them. Uh, probably because they just barely evolved, right? Because plastics have only been around for hasn't been around a hundred years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, but, uh, what plastics are, plastics are a polymer and a polymer is basically, it's just like a repeating set of, you know, kind of molecules that Mm -hmm. form a structure. Right. And so polymers don't have to be plastic. Like for example, wood is a polymer because they're just like these chains of glycogen or glucose. It's just the same thing over and over. It's the same thing over and over. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so we're like, Hey, if fungus broke down this old polymer that used to be indestructible, you know, wood. I'm pretty sure we can get them to eat plastic because it's just, you know, it's kind of, it's different and similar. And and we've had a lot of success with that. Not, I would say a lot, but we've had, they're a lot easier to manipulate mushrooms in, or fungus into eating plastic than bacteria. Uh, Interesting. Be, so that, it, that could be like a really beneficial way. And that's something that animals and plants can't do. Like they can't break down plastic. So it could really help us out in the future. Uh-huh. Interesting. I could see a lot of benefit coming from that. Oh, yeah. So, uh, uh, and since mushrooms don't need sunlight to survive, you can grow mushrooms in in places that other like plants could not would grow, normally you know? grow. Yeah, uh, like like you said, because in I think I think it's a Western culture kind of thing. Like in Europe, any United States, like if you go to the grocery store and you're looking to buy mushrooms. Uh, so, for example, I love eating mushrooms. I think they're delicious. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, again, the mental thing. So if you buy mushrooms into a store today, they're not like poop mushrooms, you know. <laughs> they don't just like take a dump on the floor and then watch mushrooms grow out of it and pick them uh-huh. and sell them. They're like farmed, you know, like those little white ones that you see on everything. Uh, right. They're, they're 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 clean. Don't don't worry. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh-huh. Uh, if you go in the woods, yeah, you might find some shitty mushrooms, but yeah, uh-huh. I think mostly they're. They're fine. Yeah. Uh, but there are like a handful of them. But in other places of the world, they eat like hundreds of different kinds of, of fungus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and sometimes they're they're really colorful. Sometimes they're really big. Sometimes they're tiny. And so I feel like in, you know, in the United States, just the West in general, we're, we could be missing out on some really delicious stuff because we're like, eh, it's kind of gross. I'm not going to eat it. But. Interesting. Yeah. We don't know what we're miss, missing out on. Um, oh, yeah. Now, I don't know if this is too far off topic, but you you said that mushrooms or fungus in general, fungi, fungi. Fungi, fungi. Um, uh-huh, funguses. Uh, you said, uh, was there anything else interesting that they do or different that they do, like how they break down wood or, you know, is we're getting to the point where they break down plastic uh was there another yeah. area you were going to go into because i wonder and i'm curious maybe this is something we need to read up or maybe i maybe you know about this mm-hmm. i don't know i've never done drugs 
But oh. from what I understand, <laughs> the psychedelic reactions from doing mushrooms, and now I, I couldn't even tell you if they're actual mushrooms or if that's just a street name for it, um, if it's an actual fungus or mushroom or whatever, uh, but I wondered how that is a part of it or like what kind of reaction it's causing. Uh, maybe that's a topic for another day, but... I was going to say, well, Morgan, you're in luck because I happen to know a whole lot about magic mushrooms. Oh, so sweet. I Yeah, awesome. it is a topic I'm extremely interested in. I've uh, never done drugs, but if I do one day, it would be a psychedelic. I'd want to oh, do Oh, yeah, I like definitely that. agree yeah. with you on that. Um, uh-huh. uh, so uh, psychedelic mushrooms, are they're just fascinating. Like It is an incredible field of study, especially right now, especially within the last few years. Um, just so you know, they are literal, actual mushrooms. Okay. Uh, that grow. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and the so there are many kinds of magic mushrooms, just like marijuana. There's tons of different kinds. They're not just all lumped into one, but they generally uh-huh. do the same thing. And so magic mushrooms, they have a compound in them called psilocybin. Okay. And psilocybin is the thing that produces the effect. Uh, I think technically the inside in, in psilocybin, like it needs to go through your stomach, your digestive tract to actually work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there have been people who have injected psilocybin into themselves, but that's really rare because why would you inject something when you can just eat when it? When you can like, just <laughs> eat it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Uh, and it it also burns really quickly, so you can't smoke it. Uh, uh-huh. So, like again, like THC, if you if you burn it, it actually it's fairly stable, so you can smoke it. But if you try to burn or try to smoke magic mushrooms, it'll just it won't do anything to you. You just get a Consume lot of coughing. It. Uh-huh. It'll right. <laughs> just smoke. Yeah. Uh, so psilocybin, what it does is uh, it's a, it basically acts as a neurotransmitter. And so it produces effects very similar to other drugs like heroin and cocaine, except it does it in a very different way. Okay. So what the, what like, uh, so other hard drugs like crack and cocaine and stuff and why they're so addictive is because what they do is that they bind to the pleasure receptors in your in your brain cells very strongly, uh-huh. and uh, and so it produces an effect that makes you crave the substance more because it's just replacing your normal neurotransmitter with this artificial one, and it's really okay. hard to get rid of. And so okay. eventually, so does that mean it's highly addictive or just like highly reactive when you do do it? So it's both. So th- again, this is like cocaine and heroin. So this uh-huh. is that's oh, okay. the, it's, okay. it's yeah. highly reactive uh-huh. and highly addictive because mm-hmm. it is replacing your neurotransmitters like dopamine. It is acting right. like dopamine. Yeah. And so what your body does like, well, uh, like I don't need dopamine anymore because this stuff is here. And so it stops you making dopamine, which is me. why you feel yeah. really shitty when you don't use it. And that's why you get uh-huh. addicted to it. Interesting. Um, psilocybin what it does it hooks up to a, it hooks up to a, a neurotransmitter receptor but instead of pretending to be dopamine all it does is it releases your your already natural made human dopamine into your system mm-hmm. uh, and so once it does that your body just uh, starts reacting really differently than normally does mostly your brain it does mostly stuff to your brain uh-huh. But the the thing is that uh, magic mushrooms or shrooms, as some people call them, uh, they are they're basically they you cannot get addicted to them physically because of this effect. Uh, since it's using your own dopamine, you can't overdose on this stuff because it's not pretending to be a neurotransmitter. It's just opening the gates. And so, if you take like ten times as many, you're not going to get ten times the uh, the dopamine. You're just going to get whatever your body has, and so you can't die. Uh, wow. Okay. I didn't know that. So there have been, so normally uh, I think you need like between, depending on the strain, like one to 10 grams of like dehydrated shrooms to like get the really intense effects. Uh-huh. Uh, but there have been reports of people eating like pounds of it and surviving. <laughs> right. <laughs> now they fall in, they fall into what people call a pleasure coma, which is probably not as bad <laughs> as other comas for like yeah, a few that, days or a that week. That sounds like a vacation <laughs> I want to take. <laughs> yeah. I was going to get to that. There are there are actually uh, you know, magic mushroom vacations you can take out of the country, but we'll get to that later. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, and so but if you do that with heroin, you take like, you know, a brick of heroin or whatever and, and snort it or shoot it or whatever you do with it, you're going to die. Like it's going <laughs> to fucking kill gone. you. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
Exactly. Um, and psilocybin, it, what it has a high, you can build a tolerance to it really quickly, and it, but it goes away really quickly. So if you oh, do it okay. two, if you do it two days in a row, the second day is not going to be nearly as like effective as the first day, which is right. why again it's not very addictive because your body's like eh, diminishing returns. This isn't worth way. it. Uh huh. But after about a few days or a week, you're back to as if you've never done it before. And so huh. uh, your body is really good at like, oh, this is, you know, so it reacts really well to it. Interesting. Uh, so that's recreational use. And um, since, uh, so I'm a big kind of supporter of if there's a drug, we should definitely see if we can use it to do medicine first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh uh, and recently, really recently, within the past few years, psilocybin has been f- uh, found out to be like an extremely good candidate for treating like depression and PTSD. I was going to say, it sounds like something that would help people that are kind of blue. Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, because so one thing, so like a psychedelic, so again, LSD is a psychedelic, but it's artificially made. And so it has some really weird, strong effects on humans. And long-term LSD has been linked to like psychosis, which is kind of okay. crazy. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. So you don't, and also LSD. I might be, I might be confusing this with something else, but LSD it's fat soluble, and so it dissolves in your fat deposits. Uh-huh. So years later, if you for some reason start losing weight, you can suddenly get hit with an LSD trip out of nowhere. Yes. I, okay. Yeah. That that does sound right. I believe that is LSD. Uh huh. Yes. Uh, and so, and that usually happens like decades like it could or be when years, people are older. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it can be really old, yeah. and which is like it's terrifying because you're not expecting yeah. it. Uh, psilocybin doesn't do this. Uh, <laughs> it's really quickly taken out of your body, uh-huh. uh, usually within like six or seven hours. And it's water soluble, so you just like pee it out. Uh-huh. Uh, but but what psilocybin, I say other psychedelics probably do this, but psilocybin especially, what it does, it, uh, it induces a effect in your brain that simulates synesthesia. Now, do you know what synesthesia is? No, for a second, I thought you said Anastasia, and I was like, <laughs> "What?" And so, no, I what what is synesthesia? So, synesthesia is a neurologic condition uh, that some people have permanently, and it's where your 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 senses, like your eyesight, your smell, your taste, for some reason, they're interconnected within your brain, and so okay. you can see a certain color. And your brain associates it with like a taste or a sound. Oh, okay. Yeah, I uh, I have heard of this. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's again, it's really uncommon. So like, I've like, never met someone with synesthesia. It's like linking senses to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like they can they can hear music and they're like, well, like they can they don't see it like a hallucination, but they're like, I see the color like purple when I hear this right. song. Like it's a really yeah. interesting thing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, I was, I was listening to a podcast and someone uh, wrote in saying, Hey, I have synesthesia. I want to listen to your podcast. I, you know, I can taste certain things when you say certain words, uh, which is kind of weird to hear when someone says something like that. Like that's really weird. <laughs> it's like when so-and-so says this, it tastes like root beer. But when other person says it, I don't taste anything. So it's only the specific. How, yeah, how it's really common interesting. is this? A synesthesia affects, I think, one every like a hundred thousand people, so it's very rare. Uh, yeah, but in a world yeah. of seven billion people, there's thousands uh-huh. of people with this. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. That's uh, so again, so okay, so when you're taking psych- psychedelics, a lot of people report that they have a very similar experience, like synesthesia, like they'll be able to see something, and then they can kind of hear something, or no, sorry, they'll be like hear music, and they're like, I can see the music, you know, like a classic, right. like oh, yeah. like I can see color and things uh-huh. like that. Yeah, but it's actually uh-huh. kind of true. Uh, huh. Psychedelics also almost never produce hallucinations, which is a very common stereotype. Okay, take, yeah, I was wondering about that. That if you take psychedelics, you're like, oh, like I see. And again, some people do see things. Um, but I think it's most people are mostly assuming because your brain is associating certain stimulus with other stimulus. It's not like you're literally seeing things. Is that your brain is telling you, "Oh, cool"? It's when being I perceived hear this, a different way. Yes, yeah. like when I when I hear this noise, it sounds like a horse, and so your eyes are like, "Oh, look, a horse!" And so horse, yeah. Well, your brain says horse, not your eyes, and so yeah. you're like, "Wow, horse!" Even though you don't, maybe you can imagine it really vividly because your imagination just goes crazy when you're psychedelics, but right. Uh, but, uh, I was going to say, so when it comes to medicinal things, depression, we have some success treating depression. Like there's a lot of medication for it, which doesn't always work for a lot of people, 
Um, there's therapy and things like that. But for PTSD, we've never had an actual medical treatment for it. Right. Uh, we're like, hey, just like talk to people over time. Hopefully your brain will heal. But uh, who knows? You know, hopefully yeah. you get better. Yeah. What? So what psychedelics do, and again, the physiology is not exactly clear, but it, it seems to kind of, it's, I'm just trying to, from what I've read, trying to explain it, it kind of seems to erase a lot of brain connections, but not permanently. You know, kind of like, huh. oh, these things aren't connected anymore. And it allows you to form new neural connections. And after your trip is done, some of those connections could still stay there. Almost like remapping your brain or yes. associations. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Again, like since this is really new, testing illegal drugs is really difficult. Uh, it's not a, it's not illegal, luckily, but you need to have a really good reason to be like, hey, I want to subject these people to a, <laughs> to a, a literal a illegal drug for a study <laughs> yeah. uh, you know and yeah and so usually you're like i don't know about that man like how oh, we'll have to get funding for it but ugh, it's so it's really tough uh-huh. uh, and in the 60s and 70s we were doing this all the time and it was great but then uh-huh. the drug wars happened and so or you know we stopped doing stuff like that unfortunately uh, but recently we've been picking up the research again and people who have been on, it came first from people who self, you know, started self-medicating themselves with drugs. They're like, hey, right. I have P- I'm a soldier or a veteran or I survived an attack or something and I have PTSD. And yeah, people who self-medicate themselves with heroin and meth and cocaine and marijuana and stuff. And they're like, yeah, uh-huh. that stuff's not really good for you though. So I don't know if you should be yeah. doing that. Right. Uh, but almost universally people are like, yeah, when I experimented with, with magic mushrooms, I had an incredible experience and they're not addicted and a lot of their symptoms went away, which is incredible. That's super uh, interesting. And so what happens is when most people use shrooms, they use like a lot, like seven or you know six or five or whatever grams of it. it makes you, it, It's good for the person. They like to feel good, but it gets them high basically. Right. Um, <laughs> so, but what the purpose is not to, if we're trying to medicate someone, we're not going to try to get them high. We're going to try to get them treated. Kind of like pain right. medication. You can get high off pain medication, which you so aptly demonstrated when you took those. Yes. Uh, you told us about yes. that. <laughs> I, I'm a lightweight, big time. You're a lightweight. Yeah. Uh, so, but the point is not to get high. The point is to treat you on. And so you're like, hey, if we give you a tiny bit of this stuff, maybe not even like, maybe like a quarter of a gram a day, you know, not like seven or eight, maybe it'll help treat you without getting you like a weird trippy experience. You know. Interesting. Uh, so yeah, uh, magic again. That's why I said fungus has been a really big topic of research lately because I think people are just starting to realize, like, hey, these things can do incredible stuff, uh, including antibiotics. I mentioned before, antibiotics almost always come from fungus. Uh, we didn't uh-huh. make them; they made them. We, we made a few, but the first ones right. we didn't. Uh, and since there's a whole different branch of life, they can they have biochemical pathways that plants and animals don't have. And, you know, you can make something like that. So, uh, like, huh. we tried we tried to make psilocybin inside the bacteria, but it's really hard. And so uh-huh. we're, it may it's not like, even be like possible. Like to replicate it. Yeah. Like, again, uh-huh. like with insulin, we made bacteria make insulin, which uh-huh. is easy because insulin is just like a simple protein. Right. Uh, but... Uh, so yeah, like we would, we would love to make psilocybin commercially, you know, with bacteria, but sometimes it just doesn't work. You have to use the fungus. So... Mm-hmm. Huh. Uh, you just got to give them food and watch them grow. Interesting. Well, cool. If I've learned anything this episode, it's that I should do magic mushrooms and I'll be okay. I would, I would say that <laughs> if someone came to me and said like, hey, I want to experience any any kind of drug. my my I have two words of advice. One would be stick with natural drugs, which again, I'm not like a natural peddler. I hate it when people are like organic or natural, you know, fuck whatever. Yeah, I hate so natural So natural as in natural to our part of the nation, like you're talking no, well, no. methamphetamine. And, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I'm saying yeah. if it comes from the ground, it's a lot safer than something that was cooked in the lab. When right. it comes to drugs, not with medicine, herbal medicine is garbage. Actually, a lot of herbal medicine is just weaker versions of our medicine. But when you got to wear a mask to make it to prevent yeah. you from dying while making it, maybe yes. don't put that in your body. Maybe don't inject it into your blood. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So again, I'm not, I'm not a, ma- a natural peddler. I hate natural food and garbage like that. Eat all the processed stuff. You'll die sooner, but it's fine. Uh, it's delicious, though. 
Yeah, I'm not like an organic natural peddler, but if you're going to do drugs, rule number one is please, please don't do stuff that's crystallized or made into a lab or even concentrated like uh, cocaine is just really concentrated uh, opium seeds. Uh And opium seeds are fine if you eat them slowly, but if you get a ton of them and take only the the crazy stuff out and put it into your body, that's going to kill you. (laughs) Right. And then what's rule number two? Because I think I heard you say there were two. Oh yeah, yeah, there were two. And rule number two is like find some find someone who does drugs and then ask their advice. <laughs> like you all know, <laughs> we all know a friend that's kind of shady or sketchy. Uh huh. And they probably do a lot of drugs. Like they, as weird or as like as a loser they might be. Oh, not always. Uh-huh. You should like they usually know what they're talking about when it comes to that stuff because okay. that's what they so like to do. You mean I I, I kind of took that as <laughs> um what to like prepare like make sure you don't have access to your car keys or like oh, something I mean, like no, that. that. No, too. you're talking the acquisition <laughs> and making sure you get the right shit. Oh, no, right? no, no. Sorry, yeah, no, no. I meant oh. <laughs> like ask them for advice. Yeah, the acquisition uh-huh. parks up to you. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, so, but yeah, no, ask them because they'll tell you like, oh yeah, man, like, and I'm, I'm doing a stereotypical druggy voice. They're not always going to sound like this. But, yeah, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, they're yeah. like, hey, they'll tell you like, hey, uh, like you had to do this with a buddy. Like, don't go make sure you have literally nothing to do for a certain amount of time or don't go driving. Uh-huh. Uh, because contrary to popular belief, when you're on drugs, it's kind of like when you're drinking alcohol, you do things you may not want to do, but you still Again, almost always, there's probably some stuff that will really fuck you up. But in general, you know who you are and you know what you should or should not be doing. Right. Like people who are drunk, yeah, they shouldn't be driving, but they know they shouldn't be driving, even if they're drunk. They don't just forget. Uh-huh. That's why drunk yeah. driving is like, yeah, you dumbass. You shouldn't be driving because, yeah, you were drinking, and which you impairs know. your judgment, but uh-huh. you're still you. Like <laughs> you still yeah. know you shouldn't drive, you know. Exactly. Uh, and so you're not going to just suddenly become a different person and start murdering people when you're on drugs, but you could be freaked out. You know, you could, some people have like really weird reactions to drugs and they're like, I got to get to a hospital and they'll try to drive themselves. Like, okay, no, like, don't do that. Don't get in your car. Don't drive. You're fine. But right. Uh, yeah. So first few advice, don't get stuff from the ground. At least at first, I'm, I'm not going to tell you not to do meth, but you should not do meth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is terrible for you. <laughs> And number two, talk to someone who knows what you're talking about. Even the internet now, the internet's full of good resources for people Buddy who want systems, to do drugs. Man, uh-huh. go on uh, drugs subreddit or I don't know. Yeah, there's a drug <laughs> subreddit. There is. Uh, I'm sure, sure there but is. There's also like magic mushroom subreddits. But oh, in super, okay, super interesting fact about magic mushrooms. So in most states, excluding Colorado now because Colorado is just badass like that, it's illegal to have magic mushrooms. Like you uh-huh. shouldn't have them in your possession. But the spores you can buy anywhere for free, for not for free, legally, like the seeds. Okay. So, and the spores, you can grow them extremely quickly, easily too. Well, so. what's what's the point of having the legal purchase of spores, but then you're not supposed to grow anything with them? So, I guess the main reason is because the federal law just didn't happen to go around banning the the seeds. So it's just uh, so, a little loophole? Yeah. So, okay, for example, <laughs> some states have a law against seeds, but only uh-huh. like two. Like Idaho and I think like Wisconsin of maybe has like Idaho laws against, uh-huh. yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, about stuff like that. But almost every other state, it's fine. You can, because the spores, there are a lot of people who study uh, spores for their jobs and stuff. And uh-huh. so I think that's the main reason because whenever you're trying to, if you ever go into people who are trying to sell you spores, they very clearly say, don't grow these, even though they know exactly what they're selling. Like, <laughs> uh-huh. and, and because they're like, this is only for research purposes, but you know, you know, it's not for research purposes. Right. Exactly. Uh, but so, yeah. So yeah, again, I, that's not true with marijuana seeds. Like, I don't think you can't even, you can't own hemp or marijuana seeds. Uh-huh. Uh, but for some reason, you know, magic mushroom spores completely legal as long as you Interesting. don't. Interesting. Aren't as, long as you don't grow them? But yeah, whatever. <laughs> did not know that. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah. So, I th- yeah I think fungus can be a whole other kind of separate episode because it's so interesting. Uh huh. Yeah, I think recently people have been starting getting interested in, into them, and for good reason. Like they do a lot of cool stuff, and so. Uh huh. 
yeah that's that's about it <laughs> well cool yeah that's exciting did not know these things always wondered how psychedelics worked yeah i mean they all work differently but psychedelics yeah, are sure definitely quite different but oh yeah psychedelics are definitely yeah. like a whole different kind of drug because most drugs all they're doing is giving you a euphoria or a pleasure uh-huh. and that can really jack up your system because your system isn't designed to handle that kind of stuff right there's actually a theory of how uh, psychedelic uh, mushrooms could have helped humans evolve into what they are now and other creatures. Okay. Uh, because if you have, imagine like you're just, you have a forest and there's fungus everywhere and you're, you know, whatever mammals are eating these mushrooms. Oh. They're uh-huh. having these really weird experiences and that might help them like, invent certain things i was gonna say make connections that they otherwise wouldn't have exactly uh i mean because people and i because i i'm interested in this topic i've read stories about people for decades who have like done mushrooms and they had experiences with them and if you're really spiritual they're like oh yeah like i had a talk with like the god of the earth or whatever and Uh it's it's really just i don't it's not spiritual it's just a drug but yeah (laughs) uh, but some of them are like yeah like i'm not spiritual but i had a weird experience about like you know, some people have ended their addictions uh, through stuff like this. Wow. Uh, like, huh. Uh, w- yeah, again, it's all part That's of the like mental rewiring, right? If you can just kind of slightly rewire stuff. The neuro pathways. Uh, the neuro That's pathways. Cool. That's interesting. And so, yeah, you, so you have like, uh, like early human beings who are just eating. They stumble upon a patch of these mushrooms and they just eat them and they have these experiences. It might be the invention of like music or culture or like a weapon or something. You know what I mean? Like it, they're, they're thinking yeah, differently the re- than they the would result normally. is something that could not have been, you know, earned by other means or, you know, Oh yeah. Conc- I was going to say concluded. that a, a lot of drug <laughs> use, like a lot of drug use negatively affects memory. Like uh-huh. people don't remember, like you can get blackout drunk and not remember that you were drinking. Right. Uh, but people under psychedelics, uh, maybe not all psychedelics, but specifically under uh, psilocybin, they tend to retain almost all their memories of what happened. And so they can actually learn from what happened rather than like, That's interesting because, yeah, when you, when you think about it, all the ones, all the people that have the stories are the ones that, the ones that remember them, at least it seems like are yeah. these mushroom trip stories. Exactly. Nobody remembers their heroin, yeah, journey. <laughs> no, like no, because they like yeah. it. Probably feels great, but then they pass out and they wake up. They're like, I don't remember, but uh, I liked it. Like, yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, I remember it was good. Like, yeah, it was great. It was pretty uh, funny. So yeah, no, I'm looking Never forward to the that. the few. Yeah, I mean, that's what makes it. I think that's probably the reason why it's so good at treating people is because one thing, it doesn't hurt you. Uh huh. Like you. There are technically some risks to taking any kind of substance. Uh, like if you, there are such things as having a bad trip. Like you can totally have a bad experience with them for some reason. Oh yeah, traumatizing. Um, it, yeah, and you you never know. You could maybe like the thing won't kill you, but you might make some decisions that aren't rational at the time and end up hurting yourself for fall some reason. Fall down the stairs or fall yeah. down the stairs, <laughs> yeah. run into traffic. Again, if you don't, again, Attack like, you're your still you. Buddy. So the people who I've kind of had ex- uh, conversations with who've had them, they're like, yeah, like you're not crazy like you know where you are and what's going on yeah uh <laughs> i you can't it was weird i lost you for a minute and then like everything you said came back at a very high speed speak like my wife for a second um wow morgan no. <laughs> she she knows she talks fast it's so fun okay totally off topic but whenever i listen yeah, to audiobooks topic. or podcasts like when i'm driving i'll turn mm. up the speed like to oh, where you're one my of those people can follow it mm. well like i'm not gonna listen to a 20 hour audiobook in 20 hours when i could bump up the speed 50 percent and still comprehend a hundred percent of it <laughs> you right. know but but like one time I was listening to an audiobook and I just had it going through my speaker. I think I was the only one home or I was cleaning or I didn't have headphones or something. Cleaning my again. wife's like, yeah. how can you listen to something that fast? How can you do this, that or the other? And then one time we're reading a book together and I recorded her reading the book. And I like I played her <laughs> side by side with my audiobook, and she was like way faster than the audiobook. Oh my gosh. It was, it was hilarious. Yeah, I got in trouble for that one, but um, <laughs> I love how you literally proved to her something, and then you got in trouble. <laughs> and then oh yes, uh, dude, dude, 
If you ever get married, that's how it is. <laughs> that is how marriage works. I don't know you if are, I like you that. You are never <laughs> right even terrible. when you're wrong. It's, it's really you're, fun. You're always wrong even when you're right. I said that. Yeah, you just said it. I don't know what you said the other day. But maybe you got it backwards. Uh-huh. Uh, it's so funny because in my in my family, we have this thing that uh, like my brothers and I will poke fun of our mother like just for fun randomly. And if you really say a joke about her and, you know, it, it's so true, but, it you know, it, it's just it's funny when it's really true. Uh, she'll want to hit someone like she'll kind of open palm, like just kind of smack someone. Uh-huh. Uh, it's, it's a very Hispanic thing. I, I don't uh-huh. know if you've experienced that. Someone will just smack you. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. And the funniest Spousal thing abuse. is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Or in this case, <laughs> yeah. like, in this case uh, my mother. I just, have experienced. That. Yes. Uh-huh. And so there's a very common thing for some reason that I'll make a joke about my mother and everyone will start laughing and she'll hit somebody else for laughing. Like not even me for <laughs> making the joke. <laughs> yeah uh-huh. and so yeah i'll just say something and then my brother will start laughing and she just smacks him he's like you keep doing this like he's the one that made the joke yeah <laughs> and then it, it makes you want to tell more jokes because you're not exactly. the one getting punished that's right but yeah, yeah so yeah, i understand where you're just it doesn't matter right you just yeah. you're like oh, i proved to you you're wrong she's like smacks you like i'm never wrong I'm like oh you okay. <laughs> will never win yes that's true uh, all right I, I should oh, do a whole. We should do a whole episode about just drugs in general. That sounds like a good topic. I would love to. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a fun a fun one. Um, drugs, drugs, the drug drugs. of the day or the drug of the today's week. drug of the day. We could have children a new say it with me. <laughs> Black tar heroin. The drug segment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. Let's do that. Let's do it, man. Wow.